0: The Missional Life Podcast, inspiring kingdom-minded believers around the world to live the mission of God in their lives.
1: All right, welcome back to the Missional Life Podcast. We are sitting here at the NRB, the National Religious Broadcasters Association here in Dallas, Texas, and we have an opportunity to talk to Dr. Harmoz Shariat, He's the founder of Iran Alive Ministries, which utilizes satellite TV to reach the millions of lost and broken people of Iran and the rest of the Middle East. Dr. Sharia, welcome to the show.
0: Well, thank you so much, Dan, for inviting me. Yes,
1: we've been looking forward to having you. Just amazing things. But, you know, when we when we think about Iran, we think about what we see on Fox, CNN, we think about all the, the major broadcasting networks, and, you know what we see is not what's really happening. So can you pull back the curtain a little bit and tell us what God is doing in Iran currently?
0: Yeah, what you see in the news is what the government of Iran is doing. But you don't see and hear about what God is doing, about what's happening among the people. So you see one side, the Iranian government is developing nuclear bomb. They say, uh, we're going to destroy the great Satan, which is United States, and we're going to wipe Israel off the map and all those deaths to Israel, death to uh, USA, you hear that, and that's the government side, which is very minority. Five to 10% of the people of Iran right now are supporting the government. It mm-hmm. was a election last week, and very, very few people even showed up. They said, wow. we do not want to support this government. Wow. Yeah.
1: Wow, so there's a, there's a lack of belief in the government as well.
0: Uh, t- totally. The government uh, has lost its... Uh, uh, power among the people. You know, it's an Islamic government. When, when uh, seventy nine, uh, there was a revolution, they had the hearts of the people. The people believed in Islam. They were ready to live and die for Islam, and they did. In the Iran-Iraq war, they uh, willingly gave their lives for Islam, but not anymore. It took them 40 years to realize this Islam that they're following is not true. It's not just that the government is not a good government. Iranian people have come to conclusion that Islam itself has a major problem with it. So right now, there is a movement among Iranians saying, our problem is not uh, government, and it's, it's Islam itself, and we need to eradicate Islam mm. so we can have a future. It, to that extent, Islam is rejected in Iran.
1: Wow. You used a, a big word, eradicate. Yeah. S- there's a sense that they want to eradicate Islam in Iran.
0: That's right. They're they're done. They're they're done. Uh, There is a um, militancy against Islam right now. And uh, uh, most people, Iranians, have turned away from Islam, by the way. You know, if you Google uh, Islam in Iran, you see it's 98% Muslims. But there is a recent survey, scientific survey, done by two university professors And uh, non-Christian professors in Europe, they did that. They asked uh, about 50,000 Iranians, what do you believe? Which is a large number for Mm -hmm. doing research. Mm -hmm. You know, usually in America, you do a thousand, you're done because it doesn't (laughs) change after that. So 50,000 Iranians, very solid research. And it showed less than one third, it was 32.8% of those surveyed said we believe in Shiite Islam. Another one-third said, we don't believe in God or God is irrelevant to our lives. We don't care. And the third one-third, they were all over the place. They were looking at Christianity. They were looking at Eastern religion. They were still hungry, but they were looking everywhere except Islam. So this is the spiritual situation in Iran today. Wow. Absolutely Mm -hmm. amazing. Mm -hmm.
1: So take us back. How did you
0: begin to your ministry in reaching Iranians well I myself uh, was born in Iran as a Muslim and I was pretty devout in my early years and when I got to be a teenager I said this doesn't make sense memorizing this prayer and repeating it it doesn't add anything to my life so just be a good person and focus on studies I focused on becoming a good student and my dream was come to United States get a PhD and become a research scientist, and I worked towards that. But when a revolution happened in Iran, by the way, I was on the streets of Tehran as a young student, 79, and I was shouting, death to America, death to America. Mm. So, of course, in my heart, I was saying, not yet, please, I want to go there. (laughs) 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 Uh, But by the way, I have changed my mind since then. Uh, I love America. I sing "God Bless America," and I mean that this is a blessed nation. Mm-hmm. But I came to United States for, for my PhD, uh, and during that time, I said I'm I need to study. Maybe I've ignored Islam. Maybe I was too young to decide. Let me have another look at Islam, and if it's true, I'm going to dedicate my life to serving it. But uh, let me read the Quran. I, I knew Quran, but this time I wanted to be a more of an objective. Mm -hmm. Um, study and i read Quran, and my heart was not still fulfilled it was where is god how does that relate to my life so i said if god has written another book let me read that too they (laughs) say god has written bible let me read that maybe i will find something i didn't expect to find anything new in, in the bible i read genesis then jumped to matthew um i was a student at the university of southern california Mm. and i had many hours i didn't take a course in the summer uh, but uh so i was spending like 16 hours just what is the truth what is the truth so i said i'm going to read the whole bible in three days so i can (laughs) tell people oh i read it i read it but when i got to matthew um I got bogged down oh, who is this jesus yeah. who is this jesus mm-hmm. i wanted to read the whole thing in three days and three months later i was in matthew 5 struggling with every verse wow. uh, with the sermon on the mount so it was a journey and uh, the more i studied the more questions i had you know before that i had this idea that all religions are the same why do they fight why do they fight basically they are the same but when i st- compared bible and quran i realized both cannot be true and I could not deny one. I could not choose one of them and say one is wrong, one is false, one is right. Um, so it took me a struggle for a few months. Then somebody invited us, uh, me and my wife to a church in downtown Los Angeles. That's where I heard the simple message of the gospel, and that changed my life. Wow. Yes, it says the kindness of the Lord leads to repentance. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Can
1: you help us? You know, just speak a little bit more about just the distinction between the Quran and the Bible. What was it that just had you going so slow? What slowed you down? You said it took several days. You, hope, you were hoping to read the whole Bible uh, through in, in several <laughs> days, and instead you read a couple chapters through in several days. What was it that was just, you know, piercing your heart and, and making you wrestle through um, just kind of and co- that contrast between the Quran uh, and your experience with it and the Bible?
0: first when i started i thought uh, islam is the last and most complete religion and jesus is just a prophet an outdated prophet so starting with that assumption then you read the sermon on the mount you see reading matthew oh my gosh this doesn't match what i know jesus supposed to be he doesn't match my prophet profile he's he's too proud to be a prophet i mean prophets Mm. are supposed to say no glory to me no all glory to god and here he's being worshiped another thing was i thought every good thing is in quran and quran is the most complete book and here i'm reading beautiful things in matthew that is not in quran the sermon on the mount blessed are that's not in quran so that that was a struggle that that shocked me that was a difference it was two different you know, God is one, but it looked like somebody is lying about him, mm. imp- introducing him uh, differently. So, I, uh, I, that's that's what I, I, I struggled. And which one is a true God? But both both cannot be. Um, the God of the Bible is a God of love, joy, peace. Man. And I read in Quran, it's a God that's violent, wow. and it's. Uh, asks for violence it's Mm. not just he himself is threatening Uh, so both are not the same both both are not the same character so so that that was the struggle Uh, my my heart was if truly god is a a violent god and i know it's true i have no problem with that but i want to know the truth and
1: so how did you come to give your life to christ and what was what was that final resolution
0: that you came to and how did you come to it so i i was studying and the more i studied instead of answering uh, finding answers to my questions i had i created more questions so uh, then somebody invited us to church in uh, downtown los angeles that's uh, church of the open door that's where jay vernon mcgee was the previous pastor so uh, I said, hey, it is a big church. I liked it because you can hide in big churches. <laughs> <laughs> so, and the uh, third or fourth week, he gave a sermon and asked, he said, you have questions, come forward. Of course I had questions. Yeah. So I went and one of the elders stood there and I uh, asked him my questions. And he was wise. I asked him, um, I'm reading Bible and Quran And tell me, is Quran the word of God you believe? He thought for a few seconds. He said, mm-hmm. "Well, um, and what's your next question?" <laughs> I said, "Is Muhammad the prophet of God? Wise guy?" He said, um, "What's your next question?" I asked what? all my questions. He didn't answer. And he said at the end, "He said, I don't know the answers to your questions, but I know one thing: that simple, uh, the faith is simple." And it's based on what you do know, not based on what you don't know. He said, I'm a, I've been a Christian for a long time. I'm still studying. I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. So do you believe that God loves you? I said, well, if he created us, that's logic. I was going all with logic. I was a, like a, uh, I, I was like an engineer nerd kind <laughs> of thing. Okay, No emotions. <laughs> Uh, okay, that makes sense because uh, if God created us, he probably likes us because if I do a project at school, kind of get connected. Heart con- my heart gets connected with it. Do you know that you cannot reach God? I had read the Sermon on the Mount. I said, if that's the standard, not, not me, you, you cannot reach that. Don't tell me you can control your mind at all times because mm-hmm. I can. I'm sure you cannot. Said, okay, so none of us can reach him. Yes, because he's perfect and we are not. Do you believe that because God loved you, he came after you? That was the first time I was hearing that. Wow. But then it made sense. I said, well, that makes sense. Because if you love somebody and they cannot do something for themselves, and you say, I love you, you step forward and do it for them. So if we cannot reach God and God is love, then it's logical that he would step forward to do it for us. He said, well, that's what he did. And the moment he said, that's what he did. I got saved. I mean, the wow. spirit opened everything, Amazing. my sinfulness, the God, love of God, the work of Jesus on the cross. I mean, just all clear. He said, okay, do you want to believe in Jesus? I said, I already did. He said, you need to pray. I said, no, I don't need to pray. I, I believed in my heart. So he made me pray and which is good <laughs> because <laughs> you have to believe in your heart and confess yeah. with your mouth. And, but the thing is that simple prayer and that simple message. Mm, changed me from within. My life was changed daily by day. I said, "Wow! What is this thing in my heart? It's a new, a new joy, a new peace, and it's growing. It's growing. Mm. It's every day. It's growing." So I got excited about the message of the gospel. Uh, I got so excited. So this simple message that even a child can understand. You don't need to have a PhD to, to understand it. but It's so simple a child can understand. But it's a uh, solution to human's problems he can change people he can Mm -hmm. change my life heal marriages it healed my marriage we were at verge of divorce and he can change nations and we have the solution to people's uh, uh, personal problems: depression hopelessness Mm -hmm. addiction and i felt something and i hope every christian will feel that way i felt if i don't share that I'm selfish. Mm. Mm. You have wow. the answer, and you keep yeah. it to yourself. You have the solution. You have the, you have, you have the medicine for cancer, and you, you, you take it, and you're healed, and you don't share that with others. Wow. So even though, again, an introvert, a shy, super shy uh, person, I'm, I was more comfortable with books than people. Mm. Uh, I, something in me said, "You cannot be quiet. You, you got to tell people about this." And it was torture. <laughs> it was torture. <laughs> if I was quiet, I was depressed because I needed to talk. And when I talked, was I felt up op- I felt like a like a warfare. I speaking mm. speaking wow. it was so shy, I would just sweat all over. But I need to tell people yeah. about Jesus. And obedience is <laughs> not always comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But then I saw the power of the gospel. Mm-hmm. That's excited me i remember i signed up forced myself to sign up for evangelism explosion you know they teach you and then you go have to go out oh my gosh the thought of going out and knocking on people's doors and living room and sharing, just the thought of it i was, was sweating but i forced myself i said i've got to do that i've got to learn this oh. so i remember one night this is uh, this is a night i never forget we went to a, share the a gospel with somebody and I have a, uh, you, you have a teacher, a tutor, a, a coach that takes you and then gives you parts of the presentation. And then once you grow the one night, he says you share the gospel part. So after a few visitations, he said, now tonight is your turn to share the gospel part. Oh my gosh, <laughs> no, no. So we were living, uh, sitting at the living room and he said, Hormoz, you share about that good news. And I, I remember that night. I did not care about that person. I was caring about reciting my lesson well. <laughs> I did not look in their eyes. I was looking in the floor and the carpet, maybe half closing my eyes to remember those uh, outline and sharing it right. And just in my mind, okay, follow this. Now you say this, now you say this. Not even communicating directly with the person. And I remember uh, getting to the end at the invitation Want to b- believe in Jesus? And suddenly I heard yes. What? I wasn't even talking to you. <laughs> I wasn't talking to the carpet. <laughs> so I led that person to Christ. I said, wow, mm. the message is not in me. The, mes- the power is not in me. The power is in the message. Amen. Mm-hmm. But you got to share it. Yeah. So true. Yeah. Yeah. Faith comes by hearing and hearing from the word of God. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What stands out to me too is that, you know, for so long you were trying to rationalize it in your mind, Mm -hmm. you know, and God speaks to our hearts and, Mm -hmm. And it's when you when you came across that message of love, you know. So many times we try to rationalize this and that, but in our minds, and God just says, "I want to speak to your heart." And and that message of love, it's like it's it's just it pulls people in, mm-hmm. you know. And you know, we we can say this about God, but or this about God, but when we experience His love, there's just nothing like it. Right. And I love how you you stepped out of your comfort zone you said it you mm-hmm. know it was hard you know and sharing the gospel isn't always easy but like amanda said it's you know when we are obedient wow it's amazing to see what uh what god does through us and th- that in itself like you had you know, it gives you energy it gives you more of a motivation and inspiration wow I, what else can i do mm-hmm. you know god did that what else can he d- can he do through me so wow so take us forward how did this this passion move into, you know, reaching a few people in the community to now crossing oceans and influencing nations and regions. How, take tell us more about how
0: that grew. Well, as a new Christian, something happened that even motivated more and a commitment. Let me put it: a commitment to the Lord. Um, my younger brother, sixteen years old, he was arrested and they he was in jail. On minor political charges and they were telling my mom oh he's doing fine we're we're gonna release him this was in Iran right it's in Iran yes and I was praying God I was a new believer God my family needs to come to Christ none of them had come to Christ at that time but later of course many of them came to Christ so for two years I prayed God release my brother so he can hear the gospel Mm -hmm. and then uh, my after two years when he turned 18 my mom got a phone call we just executed him. We just shot him. Come <gasps> and get, get his body. So when my mom went to get the body and they charged her for the bullets, they charged her for the killing <sighs> of her son. She had to pay money to get the body. Oh, and wow. I when out. I heard that, I just say, God, what is this? Mm. Uh, this world is so unjust. And I prayed for two years for my brother's release. And now he's dead. Felt I, first, I felt revengeful god they killed my brother i'm gonna do something to them Mm. Mm. then i realized no god says revenge is mine oh i'm sorry god but i really hate them (laughs) hate them oh i'm not supposed to hate them you say hate your love your enemies okay so i'm angry god i'm so angry oh you're not supposed to be angry because if you're angry in your heart you already killed them in your heart so I, what is this? I, I cannot do anything. God can I at least cuss and curse so I can feel better? <laughs> and no, you cannot do that because you worship with your mouth. Mm. So I said God what is this? What am I supposed to do and the two days of really mourning just day and night I was home didn't go anywhere just crying I felt God saying Those who killed your brother are not your enemies. Wow You have one enemy and that's Satan. That's powerful. Those mm. are victims in the hands of your enemies have mm. compassion for them mm. love them and do you want to know how to hurt your enemy one enemy satan said, yes what am i supposed to okay these are i'm not going to do anything to them but satan how, how can i hurt satan god said share the gospel because mm. mm. when one person comes to christ we know that there is a rejoicing there's a party in heaven yeah. among angels and probably there is mourning and sadness in the course of hell so i said okay even though it's hard for me uh, to speak up even in a one-on-one situation i would sweat my hand would get <laughs> wet <laughs> and okay god i will do that but if i i'm gonna do that i want to go big would you use my life to bring one million muslims to christ I wow. sh- commit mm, myself huge. to share the gospel I had no idea how it's gonna happen. There was no satellite broadcast at that time. It was twenty years later when the satellite opened up and we went through satellite television into millions of people's homes. We see tens of thousands of people coming to Christ. Wow. So it's being fulfilled even now that that commitment I give to the Lord. Mm.
1: Wow, there's so much there. I just I think about how you know you had all those emotions god i want to i want to kill them you know (laughs) smite them Mm -hmm. and then he you kind of just worked back to what god says pray for them love them they're not your enemies and i love that you were so transparent with god i think that's so important because god can handle that i love that you said you you asked those questions because so many times we don't ask like god like what can, what can I do? And he, and he responded. I love that intimacy, that fellowship. It's such a good example. And you know, it's that being transformed by the renewing of your mind, you allowed God to transform how you thought and how, when he did that in your life, it transformed how you acted. And Mm -hmm. now, um, and now you're influencing place. And I love that you also, it, it took, you said 20 years, 20 years to, to see some of that begin to uh, coming to pass. and you know, sometimes it takes a long time for you to begin to see answers to yeah. uh, to those prayers. And I love how you endured that; you didn't give up. So, so twenty years later, you're you're now ministering and you're broadcasting into Iran. Did you have any pushback? I mean, did you have? Uh, how did the Iranian government? How did how did you do that?
0: Well, I started. Uh, of course, I got uh, I got my PhD in. Uh, artificial intelligence, I did research and I started uh, being faithful to pr- and promise God I will share the gospel. First there was a few fruits just here and there and then the, suddenly they just increased. So planted church as a. I was doing uh, research during the day and nights I will go home to home. We, so we plant churches in Silicon Valley among Iranian Muslims mm. and that multiplied. This is before satellite. So it was a growth growth there and at one time uh, after 11 years of, of being in my field i felt god saying come come this way i want you to focus on this and i was telling god oh god you're making a mistake i'm 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 an engineer type i'm not a pastor type <laughs> <laughs> don't don't call me i i am not good at this and wow. and i felt i struggled for an, uh, a year and a half just saying no god you're making a mistake mm-hmm. why should i do this uh, th- I'm, I'm working and I'm uh, giving a good amount of money to church and people are coming to Christ. Everything is good. Why do you want me to change? And um, I felt that a year and a half again, just God, uh, tell me. Uh, God felt, I felt God in prayer several times. I felt this, God saying, I'm not calling you to be a pastor for a long time. I'm going to do a great work in Iran and I'm giving you an honor to have a part in it. Wow. So I said yes to that, even though I was—I pa- became a pastor for twenty years. It was, it was very hard for me, to uh, as a pastor.
1: I love how you said I, you know, you told God, I'm not this way, and I think you look through the scriptures and you see so many people that impacted <laughs> impacted the kingdom of God, and they all told God what they were not you know so yeah. so that was Moses <laughs> you see that with <laughs> so many people God I'm not this I'm mm-hmm. not that but he said you know w- in me you know that, you can exactly. you you are you know I, you can do all things through Christ he strengthens you
0: yeah that, that, mm-hmm. I'm glad you mentioned that I, I that's that's the Lord uh, when you you know you don't have it so mm-hmm. when it happens all glory goes to him you know yes. you know it wasn't you yeah mm-hmm. that's how I feel right now mm-hmm.
1: yeah absolutely wow so tell us what you know so you're currently still broadcasting into iran and, uh, you know, tell us what kind of things are happening. What are, we, what are some of the results? I mean, we've, we look at your website. We see different, you know, 14,000 documented decisions for Christ since 2020. You know, it looks like you have 710 future ministry leaders in Iran. You have 200,000 Bibles that you've distributed. Tell us more about those things that are happening as a response of some of the things, you know, that you're doing. And we, of course, know that it's not all you. We know that God is working. this. But tell, sh- share more about what God is doing through your ministry currently?
0: The opportunities are so great Mm -hmm. that even God is using our ministry. I say this is too little. (laughs) We need help. Let's do it together. A nation is ready for Christ, and Mm -hmm. we need to work together. Even with the little effort that we have, we see so much result. The underground church is blooming. A number of salvations, the number you said was last year. You know, we have been on the air for 20 years after September 11, and uh, we have Planted underground churches, but something happened last year. Suddenly, the number of salvations jumped ten to twenty times. Wow. No wow. kidding. So that fourteen thousand is just one year, mm-hmm. and uh, wow. and this year is double, almost double last year. Wow. So wow. openness of Iranians towards the gospel has increased, and the church is growing. So let me put it this way: evangelism done. Don't worry about it. It's, it's happening. With the simplest mm-hmm. message I share, I shared the simplest message on, on satellite television. You get phone calls coming and praying to receive Christ. Now the challenge is how you're going to build that church because there's persecution and there's no uh, churches allowed. Building churches are closed. Attending a house church, you get, if you're arrested, you get five to ten years for mm-hmm. attending a house church. Mm-hmm. So how can we help them? Let's help them. Let's help the Christians. The good thing is there are, there are prisoners in their homes, but we can reach them in their homes. I'm talking about Christians. Mm-hmm. You can bring church into their homes. You can bring teachings in their homes. So, through satellite television, you go over the heads of the mullahs into people's homes. The signal is coming from sky, so the government cannot do anything. They can lock the doors; it's safe. Lock the doors and watch. And uh, even if the government invades, there is no record of what you were watching last night you know <laughs> it's not mm-hmm. like internet wow. so this is the history in making and i'm praying god will you send history makers mm-hmm. we cannot do it alone the, the fields are ready salvation easy so many are coming we have a, we started a, a school online school and we are not advertising it much because we can't afford we cannot respond to the people who are contacting us we have like uh, at this point 2300 students and every week about 100 are adding Uh, who's going to disciple them we cannot i you know what we do we 2300 we pick the best of the best 150 that we can relate to and and the rest we ignore we can't wow we need to work together to disciple the nation and once iran becomes a christian nation or being transformed by the gospel the whole middle east will be impacted so I'm, i want to encourage people uh, first of all forget about evangelism i don't mm-hmm. stay awake for, oh, i'm gonna evangelize it's done it's done but let's work together to bring the bible knowledge to iran me share this with you they are so hungry to hear the god to he- to uh, learn about the bible and obey it's mm. a supernatural obedience. Wow. They want to hear and do what, what the Bible says, and you know in the West we have so much knowledge, mm. Mm. and it's we true. have a little obedience. That's <laughs> true. But they have very little knowledge and a lot of obedience. Wow. They are so hungry for the Word of God. So whatever we teach, they have things to write and they obey and they do. And, and uh, can I share a story of yeah, transformation? You know this woman called and she said uh, that uh, she has been married for 26 years and has three kids with this man and in Iran you can have multiple wives so she said six months ago my husband just went and married another wife Mm. I was so broken Mm -hmm. another wife 20 years younger than me (laughs) so and loved that woman and I was the old rag for him and he would come home and I was mad, so we will fight, and he would just leave. He says, "I'm not. I'm gonna stay here. I will be with other wife." And every time he would come, we had fight, and I was so felt so rejected Mm -hmm. by husband, so broken, 26 years of my life. So she said, uh, "I, out of desperation, turned on uh, television and uh, accidentally watch your program, Mm -hmm. and you were you were talking, and you were saying, if your husband has rejected you." Mm. There is God who can love you more than your husband. And his love is pure. No man can love you like Jesus does. Even good husbands cannot do it. So I said, Mm -hmm. that night I prayed with you and my life was changed. My life was changed. Now, she said, then I started continuing to watch. Okay, you, you said you have to forgive those who have hurt you. Okay, God. See, they hear that they do it. Okay, God, I forgive my husband. So, my husband would come home, I had forgiven, serve. serve Serving with no fighting and my husband would say, what what happened to you? You're so calm, and he's so (laughs) loving. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, my relationship with my husband uh, improved. And then, another program I watched you, you said, it's not just enough to forgive your enemies, you have to love your enemies. Okay, oh. God, how can I love my enemies? Oh, I know what to do, she said. She said, I called the other woman. And the other woman answered. And she, I had called her before. And when she realized it's me wanted to hang up, I said, no, 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 I'm not calling to fight and curse you. Curse you. No, 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 please listen to me. Uh, I just want to tell you that I've forgiven you. You stole my husband. I have nothing against you. But I want to tell you, I've met another husband who is really <laughs> <laughs> much better than this one. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I'm spending a lot of time with him. He's full, He gives me joy. He gives me peace. And I want to introduce him to you. And, and you can spend as much time with him. And I'm not going to be jealous. So wow. I <laughs> That's <laughs> I said, I told her, I told her about, about Jesus. See, they hear you need to forgive. Okay. If God says, I will. You need to love your enemy. Okay. I will do that. You know, that type of obedience, I don't see, uh, even in America, with Mm. much of knowledge, somebody forgiving and blessing the person who stole her husband. In America, have you heard of questions, you know, (laughs) stories like that? Not (laughs) too often. (laughs) 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 Yeah, but uh, that's the the power of God. Mm -hmm. The supernatural work of God, of course, the visions, dreams, miracles all the time. But I see this as a supernatural work of God that people just love God so much that they obey. Jesus says, if you love me, you obey my commandments, and they're doing it. Mm.
1: Wow. What stands out to me is, you know, earlier on the show, you were saying, I'm an introvert. I don't want to talk to anyone. (laughs) And then you kind of said, all right, I'll talk to somebody. I'll go talk to somebody at the door, and I'll knock there. And then it turned into, Lord, help me reach a million Muslims. And now you kind of fast forward into, now we're reaching the nation of Iran. And then now I hear language of faith saying, "Once we reach Iran, Iran and it's a Christian nation, then we're going to influence the Middle East." And I love that because, it's, you know, again, it's the faith, faithful, it's little faithful with much principle, that as you're faithful and knocking on that door, God will bring you to the bitter, bigger vision of a million, oh, now a nation and now a region. And God will do that all. But again, God responds to faith. Mm-hmm. and you know it it had that t- that it had to develop it had to grow you know there's there's seed seed time and harvest you know and you know you planted that seed and that that f- that faith began to grow in you and as you saw results and you saw people you know respond to this gospel it it did something in your heart And you just could, it was that, that wellspring, it just came out of you. And even as I look at you right now, I can see the joy in your, in your heart as you share because it's just, you know, you love sharing. And, um, that's amazing. That's, I, I love hearing that because it just tells the transformational, uh, power that God has in our hearts to take somebody from complete introvert. I want to stay with my books to now reaching nations and 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 regions even and that's that's huge Mm -hmm.
0: well put well put
1: so in your experience like what are the top one or two challenges for iranians and maybe you know they're in the middle east that are holding people back from responding to the gospel is it simply accessibility or are they cultural is it, you know we hear about different kind of oppressions from from family members as well when somebody uh when somebody becomes a christian yeah. what would you say are the top one or two things that hold people back from converting or, or giving their life to jesus
0: number one is fear number one is fear islam is a spirit of fear mm. and uh, we know in uh, in god there is no fear you know, perfect love casts us fear. Mm, that's true. And He has not given us the spirit of fear, but love. You know, and uh, power, love, and self self control. So, uh, I would say, fear, which is spirit of Islam, and I've uh, that's the number one. Number two, they have to they have to know, they have to hear. And uh, uh, there's so much lies uh, in their mind about Christianity that Christianity in Christianity you can have sex, you can have. Uh, wine you can alcohol and then you say god forgive me and it's done so <laughs> uh, we need to share with them the true gospel but number one is fear i remember as a pastor i planned churches in northern california leading people to christ i remember uh, these are people who were attracted to christ they, they heard the gospel they wanted to respond to it i remember sitting down and and uh, holding their hands to pray uh, I, I actually uh, I I would lead them. I would ask them to believe in Christ. And they would, they would say, uh, no, 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 uh, give, give me time. I knew it was fear. I would say, okay, go and think about it. Next week, we meet again. And all week, what I was doing was binding the spirit of fear. Uh, by the way, that's a, one of the things you need to do when you witness to Muslims, pray against the spirit of fear. Mm. That's the number one. Not uh, fear, number of fear of Allah. See, Allah fearful and he knows mm. what you're thinking so they are even afraid to consider christianity because if they do it in their mind allah will find out and th- they will punish them number two mm. the fear uh, in iran is a fear of the government in other islamic nations the fear of, of uh, family members see that's what's different in, in iran the persecution comes from the government not people uh in other na- in islamic nations it's the persecution comes from the family members first so Mm -hmm. in iran is different so their fear of the government what if they find out Uh, then i will be arrested and tortured Uh, the beautiful thing about iran is when somebody comes to christ usually the whole family comes to christ or many of them will come to christ so the persecution by the family member exists in iran but not not much Mm -hmm. Uh, spirit of fear i remember uh, praying with people holding their hands leading them to Christ and many times open my eyes and I see their knees are shaking of fear and at the time of receiving Christ in the name of Jesus the spirit of fear and violence in Islam needs to be bound and God has Mm -hmm. given us the authority he says what you bound on earth already have been bound in heaven and Mm -hmm. what you loosen uh, on earth and we, we need to God, Jesus gave us that authority. So pray like that with authority to bind the spirit of Islam. When you're witnessing to Muslims, you need to bind that spirit. Th- there is a spirit. Mm-hmm. I've talked to um, professors when I was doing research. I would witness to professors who were Muslims. And such a logical, okay, uh, conversation until we got to Jesus. And suddenly their mind snapped. They were not thinking. They were fearful. They, they could not go any further. Uh, so it is a spiritual thing. It's not an intellectual thing. So we need to pray against it. Hmm. Um. Oh, so um, we've also seen that you're coming out with a book. Can you speak more to that as well? Yeah, I, I published the book, uh, Iran's Great Awakening. And I encourage you to read it because first part is about my spiritual journey. And um, the second part is very careful studies of the prophecies in the Bible. Uh, there is so much about Persia in the Bible, past, present and the future. So if you know if you want to know what's happening and, and what will happen in Persia, read the second part. Third part is a strategy. Okay, where do we go from here? The second part you will read that God promises, He says, I will set my throne in Elam, which is completely inside Iran. When I say Iran will be a Christian nation. People say you're crazy. Where did you get that idea? I, t- I tell them I stole it. Mm. <laughs> <Good promise. laughs> where? From Jeremiah 49:38. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, it is a promise and we are moving fast in that direction. Mm. So the third part of the book is so how do we do it? What's what's the strategy? Where are we and what where, what should we do? So you can get the book, you can get it from Amazon or uh, any, uh, any place, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, but you can also get it from us if you contact us and, uh, by any donation. Uh, by the way, I don't get any, any benefit from it personally. It's, it's for the ministry. But if you do this, if you text a word to a number, uh, you will get a set of links. And you will get links to some good testimonies to our website. Uh, you can sign up for a newsletter and you can donate or you can order a book. And this is what you do. You text the word IRAN, I-R-A-N, to this number, 50700. So instead of putting person's phone number, just put 50700 and text the word IRAN. I send you a link, set of links, and you can go from there according to your interest.
1: Mm. Wow. Definitely going to do that after mm-hmm. the broadcast. For sure. Yeah. Wow. So you know we want to respect your time what what would your encouragement be to the global body of believers for this time and place
0: first of all we have such a many bad news happening there are good news God is alive and he's safe he's in the business of uh, saving nations and he's already doing it so mm-hmm. look into where God is doing and we'll be encouraged God God is doing it. number two of my uh, my encouragement get rid of your fear Against Muslims or maybe hatred. Maybe you don't like them or Mm -hmm. maybe you're afraid of them because none of them is from God God loved the world so much and he Mm -hmm. sent his son. He died for Muslims and he loved Muslims So if he Mm -hmm. loves Muslims, you need to love him too. So and fear is against love If you fear them means you don't love them. Mm -hmm. So get rid of your fear God there are Muslims who are open to the gospel all over the world. Don't think all of them are terrorists some of them are sincerely searching for true god mm. so love them and uh, when you love muslims their heart turns toward you and towards your god so love them and then uh, get real rid of your fear or if you d- dislike them get rid of that god loves them so that frees you uh sometimes mm. i say we need to pray for ourselves before we pray for muslims <laughs> we mm. need prayer
1: what a good word. What a what a good and encouraging word.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Mm.
1: Well, Dr. Shariat, thank you so much for spending some time and sharing mm. with us what is truly happening in Iran right now, because, you know, we wouldn't know that from kind of our traditional media and it's just amazing to see what God is doing uh, and hear what God is doing in, in the nation of Iran and, and in the broader Middle East region as well. Wow. And thank you so much for being obedient to go from that one that one believer to believing for nations and regions thank you so much for allowing god to impact the world through you
0: thank you dan it's all glory to god you just have to say yes uh, he gives the ability i will, i'm sure i know it wasn't me and it's not me so thank you for your encouragement
1: absolutely blessings to you Bless. amen